Fuck you! Welcome to this very first episode of MetaQuest, the podcast where we conduct psychological experiments on ourselves and on you, the listener. We talk about the things that you don't know that you don't want to know. And today I am talking to, yes, you guessed it, John McAfee. John is the founder of McAfee Incorporated, inventor of the legendary McAfee antivirus software, and a world-famous hedonist. He is also a presidential candidate in the 2020 US election. Two things I just want to clarify here. John is on a satellite connection from his boat, the Freedom Fighter, so the audio isn't fantastic. And there's also a bit of a delay, so occasionally we interrupt each other. Second thing is, most of you already know this probably, I've been running a cryptocurrency and business-focused YouTube channel for several years. This is the precursor for this channel, but if you're new here, that's what I'm referring to in the middle of the conversation. So it's the same old me, same old beautiful office here, at least in my mind, but a new package and it's gonna be completely awesome and I'm so happy to kickstart this new format with this interview with John McAfee. I'm your host, Aska Fullman. Welcome to MetaQuest. And now I bring you John McAfee. John McAfee, great honor and pleasure to have you on. And yeah, super stoked that you're here. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I want to cover a lot of ground here, but I, I just have to ask, how's your day going? Uh, what day is this? This is Sunday. Well, well let me just check. Yeah. I long ago lost the uh, relevance of days of the week, but yeah, Sunday. A good day. Yeah, we uh, went out to a lunch, uh, had a beautiful day, uh, did as little work as possible since it's Sunday, and now we're relaxing in the late evening. Right. Can I ask you where you're at in the world? Oh, yeah, you can certainly ask me, but don't expect me to tell you. <laughs> no, I didn't. But <laughs> All right. All right. It's all good. Okay, let's let's talk some crypto. So here's a question for you. And, and you know, you don't have to just answer the you can you can if you want to go off on a tangent, please feel free to do so. Can an economy global or national function if its base currency keeps being volatile? Um. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, for uh, for as long as we've had currency, you know, beginning with uh, you know, Roman coins, and even further back, um, economies evolved. Uh, we have a far less volatile economy now uh, than we did before. We could predict droughts, uh, drill deep for water, and other things to uh, to keep the food economy going. I mean, imagine a world where a massive drought just devastates all the crops and an entire population starves. I mean, that's got to uh, massively impact the economy. Right. Uh, I think the question is not can, can, you know, can people survive under these conditions, um, but what is it we can do to stabilize an economy? I mean, listen, we already have uh, stable coins in, in the crypto world. DAI, good God, that never varies more than 1% up right. or down from the U.S. dollar. Now, you might say, yeah, but now we're dependent on the dollar. But we're dependent on it anyway, for God's sake. So, I mean, we could, we could do something similar based on any existing currency, do you understand? 
Right. So if you can find a stable currency anywhere, at least in the near term, stable coins uh, will fill that void. Right, right, right. So, okay, so I guess this sort of segues us into my next question. Is it really possible to create unhackable algorithms? And is, if, if it is, is that what we have right now in cryptocurrencies? Well, I mean, is it possible to create unhackable algorithms? You, know, you have to you have to specify, given what expense, in terms of money, resources, human resources, and time. Right. I mean, how much is it worth to crack an algorithm? Uh, I think cracking something like Monero would cost way more money than it could ever be worth. Uh, right now. I mean, I'm talking about hundreds of millions of dollars, if not more. Right. So, so what you're saying is basically that there's like an inherent mechanism that in theory, at least we could throw, if we threw like a trillion dollars at cracking some specific yeah. algorithm, it, it could, it could be done. Yes. But I mean, but you know, now we're in the realm of, of hacking. Uh, if I were going to hack, anything, an algorithm, I would find what is it that I want from that hacking? Let's say I would like to, I would like to find out what Donald Trump's wallet is and, and uh, take all of his coins. Well, I mean, there are many easier ways to do that than, hack, than technologically hacking something. Uh, social engineering, let's see, let's watch him you know discreetly for a month and find out who he's you know hanging out with who he's porking who he's right. avoiding uh what what sort of women he looks at tall blondes short blondes fat you know dark haired women whatever it is and, and get and get a social profile and then insert somebody i mean good god that would be one millionth the cost uh, and he would have a 99 probability of succeeding Right. So right. hacking, hacking is not a matter anymore. It's just technology. Right. You know, right. This is this is really interesting. I actually want to return to this topic about social engineering, or we can even call it social hacking. Right. Why not? Yeah. Um, but 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 first, I just want to you. This is something I pulled from CCN website. Um, you. It's a quote, <laughs> allegedly something you said. Correct me if if it's not true. But you say privacy coins combined with distributed exchanges create an entirely anonymous and private economy. They cannot be shut down or regulated by any legislative or physical means. If a large percentage of the population adopts them, then there will be no way for the IRS to levy income taxes. So until we reach that point, aren't we at a constant risk of manipulation, you know, by just high net worth individuals, early adopters of capital investment funds, whatever. No. Yeah. First of all, we're, we're, we're there or almost there. I mean, I, uh, I put out a distributed exchange uh, three right. weeks ago. Let me tell you how it's architected. It's smart contracts on the various blockchains. I mean, that's all it is. Um, but it's there on the blockchain, which is an immutable record that can't ever be changed. Right. We don't charge listing fees. If you want to list a coin, press a button at the top of our screen. You've listed your coin. 
uh, put in your, your, your technical specs, and there you are in the charge. We don't keep any information. We don't ask who you are. We don't get an email address, uh, any documents. In fact, I've, I've heard that you refuse to, to do KYC. Is that correct? Oh, yes, because how can you have a truly distributed and decentralized exchange with KYC? If you have to have follow KYC procedures, then you're not decentralized. Right, I agree. Someone yeah. is monitoring, someone is controlling, somebody's in charge. Right. So, right. No, so of course I refuse. I refuse to do KYC, I refuse to do money laundering, anything. Listen, right. the world is not a safe place. I wish it was, but it isn't. But it can be a free place. And in a free place, you have to take responsibility for your actions and, and right. watch your own back. I mean, it's pretty trivial and obvious. I mean, humans have been doing it for 50,000 years. Right. So I just I want to return to personal, individual sovereignty rather than your body and mind owned by somebody else. Like the government will say, oh, you can't put weed in your body. You can't smoke weed. You can't put alcohol. You can't put heroin. You don't own your body if someone else can tell you that. That's not individual sovereignty. Right, right. So yeah, so I would I would agree with that. You're vaping. I'm gonna vape too. That's that's perfect. Excuse for me. Well, this is this is actually half vape, half cigarette. It's a very odd little device. I like it. But uh, okay, so but uh, so I can't. This is one thing that keeps bothering me about the blockchain, I guess, or the blockchains. What you just described. It's it, it's a you paint this beautiful picture in my mind, and and I buy it until I start thinking about how this social engineering, how a mass surveillance system, it, it seems like almost inevitable that the blockchain is one, ideal for that, and two, will be used for that. It's, it's already, we're already seeing like the earliest stages of that. Well, I mean, it depends on, it depends on how the, the chain is architected. If it's a pure privacy coin, there's no surveillance possible. Right. <laughs> no. Not, not with current technology, maybe in 10, maybe 15 or 20 years, but certainly not now. And in 10 or 15 or 20 years, when they can crack Monero, we'll have other privacy coins, which will take another 10 or 20 years to crack. Um, so it's your choice of coins. I mean, good God, we don't need surveillance. If, if you publish your Bitcoin address at the top of your Twitter page saying, please donate here, I can look to see what's in your wallet and what comes in and goes out forever exactly. after. Right. We don't need surveillance systems. It's a common fucking sense. So <laughs> choose, choose your coin. If you right. want people watching you, then use a you know use Ethereum, use you know Bitcoin, use many others. If you don't, use Monero, use Apollo. I use Zcash. Okay, yeah. So I was going to ask you uh, any other favorite privacy coins out there, but you just mentioned you mentioned Apollo, um, Zcash. But but isn't isn't there like some of those privacy coins of Zcash specifically? Right there, they had some some architectural issues with the Ring CT. Well, yeah. Signature. I mean, listen, if you're going to use Zcash, you damn well better be a technologist and understand what you're doing. Right, um, but, but 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 I'm not, and I want to use privacy. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Please. No, but with something like Monero, that fuck me. I mean, it's just a common wallet, a coin. All you have to do is use it, knowing that no one can watch you. Right. So that's right. That's all. 
as to others, I mean, there, there are tons. I mean, Safex is another nice one. I like that one. Uh, they, they, they've gone the privacy route? Yes, absolutely. I just, I just saw it's 120% up today. <laughs> oh, Did you do that? No, I, I haven't mentioned that name in three or four months. All right. No, I, I, yeah, I, I hold a small amount, you know, half been forever, but uh, okay. Okay. I, okay. I want to move on from crypto to some broader topics, but first, before we do that, I'm just going to hit you with this one, John, who is Satoshi Nakamoto? Doesn't want to be known, but if you want to find out, I mean, listen, everybody knows who was involved back then in history. Right. Google, right. You know, they got Dr. Adam back. I mean, Craig Wright was there. Was a whole there. bunch of people. A whole bunch of people were there. Who is who is Satoshi? Well, that's the author of the fucking white paper. I don't know if they flipped a coin, drew straws to say who writes it. But if you want to know which one it was, run some authoring software against it because everybody involved, especially Doctor <laughs> Doctor Beck, had had written dozens of technical papers. Let me give you some clues. In Satoshi's white paper, every word that has dual spellings for American and British English is British. It's all British, yeah. It's all British. Every sentence is followed by two spaces. Now, that's a minority choice in most, in most papers, but two spaces. Now, there are only two of the accused who were British, and only one of those has two spaces in every one of his papers. Figure it out, people. It'll take you 15 minutes. But he doesn't want to be known. I'm not going to name him. No, no, I've, I've looked into it. <laughs> right. Okay, I got you. Got you. I, I had to ask you, of course. Yeah, of course. All right. Um, okay, are you still running for president 2020? Oh, absolutely. All right. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that. But first, this is another, I don't know, you, you probably don't think it's controversial, but but I would love to get your take on Trump. Okay. Oh, here's the truth of the matter. I, I've never really met him socially except once for about 30 seconds at a huge party. That was 25 years ago. Right. I've never had dinner with him. We've never discussed the details of life. I've never been able to watch him in person on a one-to-one -one basis. I don't know jack shit about the man, and neither do you, my friend, nor does anyone. Um, why? Right. All you get is what's in the media, or what he or his minions choose to tweet, which is all political stuff. But isn't the more important question is, does it fucking matter who sits in that chair? Because presidents <laughs> have no power. No, seriously. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm just laughing uh, because you're running, right? That's why I'm laughing. Yeah, but, no, but there's no way I'll ever sit in that chair, people. Right. Please, God, if you or any of your followers think that I have a rat's chance in hell of ever being president, then stop smoking rainbows and move out of your mother's basement because the world doesn't work that way. I right. can't be. I don't want to be. I just right, but, 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 but John, aren't you like hitting the nail on the head here? Because one of the reasons that you're not going to win is because you're not going to play that game, right? You're not going to stand up there no, and say not. all that BS, right? You're, no, you're no, actually I'm gonna honest. Tell, I'm going to tell the truth and be universally disliked. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just the way I am. I'm, I'm, I am not going to play the fucking I'm 74 years old, man. I right. am way too old and too tired. 
to play these fucking games. Right. They will see me. That's but all. So, but I, I've, I've, I want to actually, it would be very awesome to, to just dwell on this deeper problem a little bit. I even, I know this is a tiny, tiny scale, right? But about a year ago or something like that, I became aware that, okay, this is what people want me to say on the channel, right? They want to hear all this crypto is going to change the world, is the uh, wet anarcho-capitalist dream and all that stuff. But that's just not my opinion. You know what I mean? So I've been, ref I've been refusing to do it. And I've see I've saw, I saw all these new guys coming in. They're, they don't mind saying it. They don't mind. Some, yeah, this is a little harsh maybe, but some of them are just lying flat out. You know what I mean? But, but but isn't it like what how do we deal with that john like this phenomenon that the the most dishonest people just saying just parroting what they know people want to hear those become the most successful ones i'm worried about future generations if, if that mechanism keeps being reinforced what can we do well, about it's that it's because it's because the system rewards people like that exactly the system itself this is how right. the system's been defined um, if you are spouting anything unpopular, especially if it's true, and more especially if it's obviously true, then the more disliked you're going to be. Yeah, and the I more know. <laughs> right. against you, okay? However, that doesn't mean stop doing it. No. I mean, the goal of life is to be yourself. Yourself, exactly as you are. And if as you are loses you followers, fuck that shit. Right. It will, it will gain you others that will understand you far better. Right. And will synchronize with you in ways that those who want you to be something will ever be. Right. I, but I guess there, a follow-up question there would be, isn't part of the, the issue that be yourself, we, we've all, that's been drummed into us from an early age, or at least most people my age and younger, I'm sure. But, but if you don't really know who you are yet, how can you be yourself? Well, <laughs> if you don't really know who you are, how can you be anything? Because how can you choose right or wrong, good or bad, pleasant or unpleasant even if you don't know who you are right so if you don't know who you are drop all other concerns and find out and the way to find out is to address all those things which you have always avoided right always denied always looked down on or disgusted by or right. were put on because those are the things, my friends, which keep you from seeing you as you are. Right. Get out and see the fucking world. I don't care what you have to leave to do it. Your job, your family, your friends, your hometown. I don't give a shit. Just go out right. and see the world as it is from your eyes with no obligations to family, to wife, to children, to anything. Now, People say that's horrific advice, and it's very unpopular advice. <laughs> Indeed, advise, it is. Yeah. I, but I would advise everybody to do exactly as I say. Right. So the I honestly, John, I live and breathe for this 
type of conversations. I don't want to sit and talk to people who shill their new shit coin or, or whatever. This, this is the depth of conversation that, that gets me high. And let me just share with you a brief anecdote. So 20 years ago, I guess I was like 18 or 19. I had a girlfriend and I found this photo, right? And she was standing there with another guy. And I just got an immediate emotional reaction. I could just tell this guy, he's her type. And I, and I freaked out and I was, I was super aggressive. I asked her, well, who is this asshole, right? And she looked at me. You know what she said? She said, it's you, you moron. Can't you see? And, and I looked at the photo again. And then, uh, and then I remember, oh, that's right. It was the day I fell in the lake. So I was wearing someone else's clothes. But it was me. And, and I realized, that just made me realize how deceptive the human mind is. And that actually sent me down, right, and that sent me down this path that I felt you, you kind of alluded to. And I, I know you've been down this path because you've actually written several books on uh, yoga and meditation, right? Yes, four. Four books. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I wanted to read one, at least one of them, but I didn't have time to read it. I learned this two days ago, <laughs> but uh, no, I just out of... They're all garbage. They're all garbage. Not okay. Right. They're, yeah, they're 18 years old. But but still, like, I, I want to know about those experiences. Is you, what what was your main takeaway from from yoga, meditation, that kind of stuff? Well, I mean, it's it's the takeaway is the same thing we've just been talking about, which is know yourself. Right. Um, because if you know yourself, then you know everybody, because everybody is the same. And then in that circumstance where you looked at that photograph and you saw another man, which is really you, had it been another man, why should you have given a flying fuck? Because right. if you look at yourself, if you look truly at you without any smoke and mirrors, you know, you know for a fact that whatever you might commit sexually to someone of the opposite sex as time goes by weeks months years sometimes decades your mind and body are going to wander and this is natural because every single person does it and if you think people of the audience that you will find that right man who is for you they're going to be faithful to you or you have found that right woman and they're going to be faithful to you you're going to be a disappointed individual but if you find that right man or that right woman and they complement you not through words but by being together and if you become friends then a deeper love grows than anything that sex and hormones can possibly conjure up right but i'm i i i can't help thinking that these types of realizations don't belong in your early 20s or or even before that yeah i mean i i only started thinking along those lines in in i'd say like my late 20s early 30s something like that but I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I mean, I completely, I, I should just throw away this whole script I have because uh, we, we diverged so much. Please do, because I, neither I nor you, my friend, are script people. 
So yes. put that in the trash, piss on it or burn it or do something and forget about it. And let's continue just right. to talk, just right. you and I, with people watching and listening. On my end, I've got my lovely wife, most important person in the world to me. Right. On your side, you have a host of, of listeners. Fuck all of them and let you and I talk. Right. I'm willing to do that. That's really awesome. Okay. I, okay. I'm, I'm, um, I, yeah. So I'm going to return a little bit. No, I'm just going to ask you, 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 you still call yourself a libertarian? Well, no, I mean, you know, I, I am, I am myself. Um, right. I, I chose the libertarian party because they're registered in all 50 states and to run for president only costs $25 by joining the party and then choosing to run. Uh, that's the only reason 25 I bucks. Are you kidding me? No, <laughs> the Libertarian Party, okay, among others. Um, however, their their take on people and society and government right. pretty much mirrors mine, okay. with a few exceptions. But 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 I want to what I what I actually want to talk about is, you know, I'm I'm a member of this. Uh, it's it's an anarcho-capitalist forum. I'm only there for the crypto information, and the longer I spent there the more I realized that these people keep talking about sheeple, how brainwashed people are, but I've never seen anyone as brainwashed as this group. You know, you know what I mean? It's like you can't, if you diverge one step from their narrative, you just shut down immediately. So I want to, do you have any like thoughts on that distinction between the hardcore anarcho-capitalist mindset and a more general libertarian philosophy well i, I mean that, 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 hang all on. income tax I'm, I'm ready to answer that it's, it's, oh, a, sorry, it's, it's a massively deep question i, I think th there's only one problem that we're talking about here and this is labels labels right. is how we conveniently uh ignore the world around us we see something happening and we don't know what it is, but we gotta fucking figure it out. And to figure it out, we gotta label it. Oh, that's a harmless person on the street, a homeless person. Well, that looks like a hitman. Uh, oh, that looks like whatever. He's a Republican. She was, right. Yeah, label, yeah, all that stuff. Liberals, you're not gonna have any fun with them or so on. The, the important part is, is not, are other people awake? No, no. The important question is, are you? awake because if you are you don't give a flying fuck right. you do exactly what you do in any case whether you're surrounded by people who are complete idiots or a group of einsteins why would you care right. you're still you dude it's you that you're living rather than an image that you think the world wants you to be and you therefore act that image well fuck me that's what everybody's doing stop right. doing that and then all you will have for those people is compassion you want to reach out and fucking fold them how, how, do, how do you deal with uh, in line with what you're talking about how do you deal with this so let's say you you go someplace new you're for a conference or whatever you, you go about doing these days but but if you if you just run into people and you're like okay you're supposed to talk to these people and the first thing they do is they they present themselves not with a label but but even as a label 
Yes, that's right. How do, how do you I deal with that? I, I, am, I, I am. Yes, I am a doctor. By saying that, it defines you right. as oh, a doctor, and all of the information we get right, right, everything else, mold it together. Now defines that person. Well, there is no such thing as a doctor. There is merely a human being playing a role of doctor. And their role may be a real role, cutting people open and removing diseased organs and changing amount of contents. It's still a looking role. It is not a person. Neither does it in any way define the person. It merely defines what you might expect that person to act like. Nothing else. Right. But 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 I'm 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 like I like to I, I don't know if I actually believe in this, but I, I like to tell myself that I believe that every person in theory has something interesting to tell me or, or that, that something we can, we can achieve some sort of depth if we, if we go into a, a, an interesting conversation. But if people just keep labeling themselves and then maybe, okay, you give them a second chance, then they start labeling other people. Oh yeah. It's like these people over here, this group over here, you know, you know, it's, it just seems like an, really a battle and how do you deal with that you deal with it by just accepting the world reality your existence as it fucking is and whatever comes at you must be dealt with honestly I mean, let me give you an example i lived in santa cruz for many years when i ran mcafee i used to commute over the hill to silicon valley right um Santa Cruz is the mecca for all homeless people in the world. I mean, there's more homeless people on the streets in Santa Cruz than anybody else. Why? It's a very liberal local government. In any case, so I was coming out of the movie, dressed up because we were going to a party later. Um, was walking down the street hand in hand with my wife and another couple with us. And this gentleman, clearly a, a derelict on the street, jumped up, came straight at me got inches from my face and said, fuck you, with violence and, and energy. Well, I never met that before. Right. So I took it in the most positive sense possible and said, well, thank you. And then he goes, and he changed instantly from some right. why he picked me, I don't know, uh, to, uh, oh, you're very welcome, literally bowing to me. You're very welcome. So I don't know what that communication was. I mean, I just know that I accepted it for what it was and chose as I try in everything to take the most positive aspect of it. Uh, that's 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 a beautiful uh, anecdote, and I am mindful of your time, John. I'm gonna t I'm I am gonna steal a few more minutes of your time. I hope you're fine with that. But <laughs> did he pay in advance, maybe for overtime? No. <laughs> no, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't pay for overtime. Okay. Right. But I just wait, wait, add wait. these. Are we, paying, are we paying him? No. We're not paying him. Oh, we're not you, paying you, him. Do you get sure. this for free? That's the, that's the yeah, answer. Okay. You just so we're not to. paying you. Of course, you get a few more minutes. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. I just. By, I, way, I, by the way, I need to ask you a question. Can you see this? Yes, I can. It's what I'm drinking. DMT? It is, it is purple. No, no. This came straight out of a bottle. Purple. Can right. you guess what it might be? Ah, that's a tough one. Uh, okay, you can't. It'll take forever. I will Sambuca? tell you. What oh, that's not colored. No. So this is 
a gin manufactured in Australia called Ink, I-N-K. And it looks like ink, but it does not taste like ink. And I have no concept what this purple is. However, it was given to me last week as a gift from one of my dearest friends. Uh, and it is good shit. But continue with your question. Continue All right, I'll, I'll check I'll it out. I'll give you an extra 15 seconds. Okay, okay. So I'm going to spend those 15s well. If you could press a button, this is a stupid question, but it's hilarious. And, and by doing so, you resurrected all people that had lived for the past 2,000 years. Would you do so? No. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm 74. No, you don't want to uh, talk to Jesus and Darwin? and. <clears throat> oh, well, I have to resurrect all of them or just one of them? All of them. Well, fuck no. I mean, if I could only resurrect one, it would be Darwin. Fuck yes. Would you, well, uh, you, would you resurrect Darwin? Yes. Okay. Fuck yes. I, I wouldn't show him to anybody else. I'd keep him to myself. Nevertheless, yes. Uh, you, you're going to have to ping me if, if that happens. I, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> all right, John. Thank you so much. I, I had so much more to ask you, but uh, maybe. Yeah, go ahead. In the ask, a, ask another question. Okay. Do you think we'll ever have a non-religious president in the U.S.? A non-religious? Well, this is a seriously deep question because what you're talking about, I'm sure, is an organized religion named either Christianity or Catholicism or Buddhism. Could be Mormonism. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I define religion a lot looser than that. Okay. That is having any any personal belief that is or understanding of the life you have lived in relation to things that do not relate to you like maybe the world or the whole world or your children or their children that's religion religion is stepping outside of yourself for a moment, for a week, forever, and seeing your true relationship to the world that you find yourself in. Right, right. So, so that's how that, you define that it. Extent, I hope we always have a religious <laughs> Right. Okay, that's a, that's a great, that's, that's really a great answer, actually. Uh, um, do you believe in free will? Oh, fuck me. Where do you get these questions? I mean, these <laughs> I wrote are them down. I spent some time on it. <laughs> these are things that Buddhist monks go into caves for 30 years to ponder. And they come freedom. out and they know that there is no free will, right? All right. I'm a mathematician. Can I give you a scientific answer? Please. Would that, would that work for you? Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, um, free will assumes that you are able to break the chain of cause and effect. Right. Because if you can't, there's no fucking free will, there's just cause and effect. But that's the belief that you can at some point, through what? Through willpower, through screaming, through running naked through the street, through whatever, okay, to change that cause and effect that runs this universe. And it gets even more complicated if you consider that every effect, every effect is just a cause for the next effect. Do you understand? 
cause and effect are one and the same thing. Right. So what you have is a continuum, like, the, like the, the real line. In mathematics, the real line is a continuum. You pick a fucking number, it's going to fit there. Whether it's a, a decimal place with 10 million additional things, there's room for it, it fits. It's right. a continuum. So okay, so, so just just yeah. to, to close that off or, or to, to wrap it up, do you think the illusion of free will is useful? Oh, well, that's a different question. Let me wrap up the other question. Oh, so sure. mathematically, mathematically, free will is impossible. Right. Impossible. Scientifically, it isn't possible. Um, do you think that we can? What was the other question that we can? No, I just said because we clear. There's clearly an illusion of free will, right? Well, People, really, right? Do you think that's a good thing or not? I, I mean, in, in, I your, in, in your perfect world, would you would you want people to have the realization you just described? Do you do you think it's good thing if if everybody really understood no, I think that? It's a, I think it's a terrible thing. I think it's a terrible thing, and that realization itself is a cause of some effect, my friend. Do you understand? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so I do not. I do not want the world. You and I are having a conversation, and we have been ignoring everybody else in the world. Right. In your and my conversation, I would say, fuck no, I do not want people to know that. I don't. Because that will be the cause of people going, well, fuck me, I'm just going to shoot my mother-in-law. I've never liked her anyway. I don't have any free will. Let's just do it. Do you understand? No, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. But that, that's, I can't, <laughs> that's, we're going to open up a whole other can of worms. But I agree with the first part. But it's really interesting because what you're saying is, so we actually agree on free will. FYI, but uh, but but whereas I have this stupid fixation to I, I want to share it with the whole world, but you're like no they they, they can't know right they don't want to know you you you've just come to terms with that let it me, seems let me let me give let me give your audience a combination thought slash body experiment why don't you people in the audience and and yourself which I've done this experiment thousands of times. When you're in the shower in the morning and your mind is not quite awake, pay attention to that moment when your hand reaches out and turns off the water. I defy you, if you're paying attention, to find anything in that process involving your will. Right. And I will leave you at that and thank you so much, my friend. There you have it. John and I agree on many things, and it actually kind of pains me that we didn't have time to dive into his last point about people not being able to handle this realization that free will is an illusion. I really felt like that deserved a more in-depth treatment. And also, I should have been way quicker on my feet. I should have asked follow-up questions on several points, but I think I was too focused on the limited time I knew we had available and perhaps also a little distracted that John is such a legendary figure. I always try to take the conversation to a meta level and quite clearly, in this case, I failed doing so. It's a learning experience for me, so I'm taking you along for that ride. I also gotta say that I completely disagree with his point that uh, people would run amok, kill their mother-in-law as he suggested, and generally just misbehave if they knew, quote-unquote, that free will is an illusion. 
It's the same point people make about religions, that we need them to keep the masses from misbehaving. Now, if we really need organized religions, it must be because they hold some deeper truth about the world. Otherwise, it's just one big masquerade. And I actually think most religious people would agree with that. It also strikes me that it's probably not necessarily obvious to everyone listening to this why John and I agree on free will uh, as a potential or probable illusion. And I'm going to actually do my best to try to get some experts here on the podcast that can shed some light on this. Moving forward, in an upcoming episode, I'm going to be arguing against my own opinion. It's an experiment, uh, and I can't wait to launch it. I call it Steelmanning 2.0. I'm basically going to have a guest on with whom I disagree on several points, but we're going to flip points of view and try to defend uh, and really take over the other, uh, the opponent's point of view. We're going to have a discussion representing the other person. And at some point, we're going to change back to our original stances. And I have no idea how this is going to play out, but it is bound to be interesting and entertaining, I'm sure. And also for those of you who have been following me for a while, I understand that this new format uh, is a dramatic shift away from my old channel, In It For The Money, but I think you can probably already see why this will be much more exciting. Actually, one of the reasons I took the decision to rebrand an already relatively successful channel to this format has to do with me wanting to or not wanting i need to be able to spend more times when i stumble on something interesting and less time on all the stuff that's really not that interesting i actually had a realization that i had produced i looked at some of my old videos and and i realized i wouldn't actually watch these videos but i knew exactly what kind of videos i would be watching so i simply decided this is going to be a podcast now. I'm going to branch out to all the podcast platforms and I'm going to make content that I myself would consume. So that's what you can expect here moving forward. And it's only going to get better as we go along. I promise you that. But since this is now officially a podcast, you can find us on all the major podcast platforms if you're so inclined and also i'm gonna ask you as i've done in the past to please subscribe to this channel because it doesn't cost you anything at all but it has value to me it is in fact the one thing that allows me to keep making these videos and podcast episodes and to continue my quest reviews or comments are also extremely helpful until next time thanks for tuning in to meta quest